My name is Richard Daniels. 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 And I am the archivist for the Occultaria of Albion. The Occultaria of Albion is a publication dedicated to exploring some of the strangest and most bizarre locations across the country, where hauntings, curses, cryptids and more have all been reported. I am now custodian of its archive and am gradually exploring many of the lost files in order to re-release them. You can find the case files which are now available at occultariaofalbion.com The Occultaria of Albion can also be found on YouTube and as a podcast. Go deeper and join the fan club for exclusive content. Go to patreon.com forward slash occultaria. Remain vigilant and remember the wolves of weird are loose. Is that you, Mr... No names. No names on the telephone. Sorry, I forgot. You still want the tape? You have it? This conversation wouldn't be happening if I didn't. You realise what it is you're getting? Look, I appreciate you speaking to me. Tomorrow, midnight, at the weir. Okay. If I don't show, don't try and get in touch with me again. My name is Richard Daniels, and I am the archivist for the Occultaria of Albion. The Occultaria of Albion was a publication dedicated to exploring some of the strangest and most bizarre locations across the country, where hauntings, curses, cryptids and more have all been reported. I am now custodian of its archive and am gradually exploring many of the lost files in order to re-release them. You can find all the case files which are now available at Plastic Richard Daniels What you heard just a moment ago was the telephone conversation I had with an anonymous source. We'll call this man John. John is someone that I've been in contact with for some weeks now. He was the custodian of what has become known in occult circles as the Halloween tape. That tape has now been passed on to me and tonight Despite most expert opinions believing it to be a bad idea, I'm going to play the tape for you. I hope that by the end of this broadcast, you will understand why. So, what's on the tape? This is Dr. Elaine Grundy, a psychologist who specialises in consciousness, altered states and parapsychology. The Halloween tape is a myth, I'm afraid, Mr. Daniels. But what is it supposed to be? Well, supposedly there's a mixture of sounds and frequencies, but as I say, it is a myth, it doesn't exist. Of course, but if you could go into a bit of detail about the claims that people make for the tape? Well, it's said to have been produced by a man named Clive Braddock sometime between 1979 and 1981. Clive was a sound engineer working for a small studio in Nottingham. The story goes that Clive was into the occult, witchcraft, demonology. He thought he had found a way to capture the sound of a curse. He believed that evil forces emitted a sound wave at something he called the hex frequency. The hex frequency? Yes, but as I say, it's complete nonsense. 
Mr. Braddock claimed to have made a recording of demons entering our reality. That's quite incredible. Yes, but I am rather busy, Mr. Daniels, if you don't mind. Uh, yep, sorry, of course. Thank you for your time. The Halloween tape, if it is to be believed, is a sound recording on what is known as the hex frequency. I've tried to speak with various experts in sound recording and acoustic analysis, but no one was willing to be interviewed about this phenomenon. Most of these experts asked me never to contact them again. One was brave enough to tell me that there could be something in this hex frequency, but no one was prepared to do any research into the matter. Essentially, it was a dead end. The tape I'd been given by John suggested otherwise. The recording made by Clive Braddock was not the end of the story. It was only, in fact, the beginning. Clive Braddock had made a recording in around 1980, but then was too frightened to do much about it. Records show that Mr Braddock spent time in Bennett Thorpe Psychiatric Hospital from 1981 until 1983. During this time in the facility, he converted to a New Age religion. Mr Braddock became a devotee of the Temple of Zubix. If you haven't heard of it, the Temple of Zubix was founded as a New Age religion and began in around 1910 when a man named Roland Loveday claimed to have been contacted by priests from a planet beyond our solar system, a planet called Zubix. These priests revealed certain truths about the spiritual destiny of mankind. Out of these truths, Loveday formed his religion, centred around spiritual awakening and certain rituals designed to open our minds and spirits so that we may be able to receive this knowledge. When Clive left Bennetthorpe, he immediately went into the care of elders from the Temple of Zubix. Most believe it is at this point that the tape was handed over to them. I'm now going to play you a recording of a man we shall call Subject X. He claims that whilst he was a follower of the Temple of Zubix during the mid-80s, he was experimented on, locked in an empty cell, while a noise was played constantly on a loop for up to three hours at a time. It is likely that this noise was from the hex tape. I'm feeling okay, thanks. I've not been touched physically for years. I just have a fear of touch. It just makes my skin crawl. Uh, but my skin is still on my body, and that feels like it's the right place for it to be. It's, it's there. I can see it. It's, it's there. I look at my hand. See my hand? Can you see my hand? There's an octopus I'm quite fond of. The only relationship that I'm in is with the, the guard. The guard that I was... Have you heard the noise? How do you know about the noise? How do you know this? Clearly, the original recordings were being altered and manipulated by elders within the Zubix religion. But why? The answer is more shocking than you could imagine. Also, doch, doch, ständig aussehen können wir alle Grenzübergangsstellen der DDR zur BRD bzw. Berlin West erfolgen. Reporting tonight from Berlin. From the Berlin Wall specifically, take a look at them. They've been there since last night. They are here in the thousands. They are here in the tens of thousands. Occasionally they shout, Die Mauer muss weg, the wall must go. What you've just heard was the moment when it was announced that the border between East and West Germany would open 
including at checkpoints in Berlin. This is the moment in history when the Berlin Wall came down, the 9th of November, 1989. Shortly after this amazing event, it was revealed by members of the Temple of Zubix that they had infiltrated the airwaves of East German radio on the night of Tuesday the 31st of October, Halloween. On radios across the country, the Temple of Zubix claimed to have broadcast their adapted version of Clive Braddock's recording. Over a period of several years, they had been experimenting and believed they had succeeded in reversing the hex frequency, so that it was now, in their minds, a blessed frequency. A sound which would open minds to a powerful and spiritual awakening. Nine days after their broadcast, the Berlin Wall was no more. Representatives from the Temple of Zubix revealed what they had done and took credit for a giant leap in the political history of mankind. It is fair to say that few people believe them. It is this point in the story that Clive Braddock's recording officially becomes known as the Halloween Tape and many occult and paranormal aficionados worldwide begin to take an interest in it. People wanted to hear this tape. They wanted to know whether its sound was that of something good or if it was a noise of something evil. Officials at the Temple of Zubix began to realise what they had and how powerful it was. Arrangements were made to have the tape removed to a secure and secret location. A car, registered to the Zubix offices in London, was driven from the capital. The destination, we can reveal, was the port of Scrabster on the north coast of Scotland. The car never made it. Somewhere in the highlands, the vehicle was caught in a snowstorm and came off the road. Here at the Occultaria of Albion, we believe we've traced the driver of that vehicle. He did not wish to be identified and we've disguised his voice. This is what he told us. I was driving that night. Just me and the package. I peeked inside the envelope and saw it was a tape. I didn't understand what it was, but I knew it was important. It had to be at the port by 5am. That was all I knew. It didn't matter anyway. Just past Inverness there was a snowstorm, a terrible blizzard, but that wasn't what caused the crash. I was rammed off the road by another vehicle. I'm not saying it was military, but it was definitely a jeep and I'm pretty sure there was a truck following behind it. They ran me off the road. While I was lying in the wreckage, they injected me with something. The next thing I know, it's a week later, and I'm waking up in the hospital back in London. Nothing was explained. I've never been right since. Or oh, nightmares. Nightmares all the time. If our contact is to be believed, then the Halloween tape was deliberately targeted and stolen. The answer to the question, who did it, remains. It is unlikely we will ever know for certain. For several years the trail was cold. The tape began to acquire a mythical status and most in the occult community began to see it as a great big hoax. And then John contacted us. 
He'd read several editions of the Occultaria of Albion case files. So when he bought a shoebox of random tapes from a King's Lynn charity shop and realised there was more in the box than just top 40 countdowns, Tijuana Brass and Max Bygraves, he knew who he had to call. John, as we've chosen to call him, was just passing through the Norfolk market town. Due to a bus replacement service and overrunning work on the Peterborough line, John found himself with an hour to kill. He told us he would often make a purchase of random cassette tapes just for the fun of what he might find and charity shops were always good for this. Well, on this occasion he found something incredible, a copy of the Halloween tape. As soon as he played it, John realised he had discovered something powerful. He informed us that on the first night it was as if he had fallen into a trance. John awoke in the early hours of the morning, still on his sofa, unsure of what had happened the previous few hours. Then, the following day, he happened to buy a scratch card and won £500. After a second listen, he received a letter from his local council informing him that they had lost the paperwork relating to his recent parking penalty charge and would therefore not be pursuing the matter any further. John couldn't quite believe it. But his fortune was not to last. One night, after a few drinks with friends, he decided to play the tape again, but accidentally played the other side. Several hours later, he woke from a fevered dream to find that both his pet goldfish had died in the night. John found them on the floor of his living room next to the stereo, as if they had committed suicide by leaping from their tank. That was when he realised that there was no way of knowing which side of the tape was the correct one. Both sides of the cassette looked alike. Both sides of the tape sounded virtually the same, but one side had the positive energy, whilst the other was something negative. The only difference that John could remember with any clarity was the end of the tape and a single word which was spoken by a demented voice. On the positive side, a voice says the word Halloween. On the negative side, a voice says the word Halloween. The only way to know which side you have listened to is to hear the final word on the tape. Knowing something of the occult, John realised what he had in his possession and soon decided that it was too much for him. That was when he made contact with the Occultaria of Albion and we arranged to take the tape out of his hands. That is the tape I have here. I've thought long and hard about whether I should broadcast this noise, this sound, but how can I not do it? I think of the Temple of Zubix and the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think that what the world needs right now is an injection of positivity just like that. And if I play the wrong side, well, who would notice? The world is already a bedpan. One more turd isn't going to make a lot of difference. I suppose it all just comes down to picking a side and taking a chance. So, I'm taking the chance. I want to put some positivity back into the current reality. And if you want to do the same, then why not tell your friends, get them to listen to this tape as well. Remember, Halloween, good. Halloween, bad. And, of course, if you're too scared, then you don't have to listen at all. Just stop right now, and your life continues as it is. But, for the rest of us, <laughs> well, 
Happy Halloween. Hello, Hello. Hello.